Welcome to the Gold Missions Inc. podcast. Today's episode features Wayne Peters. How many feel they've grown since last year? Because we're on a journey. We're in, we're in a, we're on a journey of growth and advancement. The Scripture says that we should be doers of the word and not hearers only. So what did we hear last year? I fully remember the word that the Lord opened up with. If my people... Do you remember? The Lord has told us today in prophecy that we are... His people. Are you privileged? Are you blessed? Wonderful. Who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven. I'll forgive their sins. And I'll heal their land. So that was the word 12 months ago. And it's still the word. I trust that we've turned from some of our wicked ways. I trust that the Holy Spirit continues to reveal in us what he is looking to remove. We must turn from our wicked ways. Wouldn't it be nice if when we accepted Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, everything, uh, all our carnality was washed away and was behind us? Wouldn't that be wonderful? How many still have a carnal nature? And it often wants to rise up. And it's walking, the Lord talked to us today about walking with Him. And Him walking with us. What is this relationship all about? It's all about us laying down our life and taking on his life. It says, then will I hear from heaven. Well, the Lord told us this morning that he hears us. The Lord said yesterday that intercessors... seem to have a 
special connection with God. I'm trying to phone my son on Magic Jack. I says, how am I doing? And he says, it's, I'm getting every, it's crackly. I believe intercessors are specialists. And I, and I saw the, the, uh, the um, gift of intercessory prayer in a, a new and living way as we prophesied over people um, on this trip. And it was so vivid in my mind that Abraham, when he was um, talking to God, He said, you wouldn't destroy that city if there was 50 righteous, would you? What's interesting to me is that God said, no, I won't. You talk to God, he talks to you. You talk to God, he talks to you. Oh, what a wonderful... Savior we have the scriptures or the, the prophecy this morning said that many will run to and fro and not understand but our God has called us to something extremely solid. You know, prophecy is God speaking to us. And um, I read this at North Battleford, and I'm going to read it again. This morning, prophecy, April the 4th, 2015. At feast. And you know, Brother Andy ministered on on the importance of coming together annually. And I can sure understand that. I can I can see that. I can see the tremendous importance of that. Revelation flowing. God speaking to his people. He speaks to his people in a in a in a very unusual way at, at camp meetings. And it says, Do not the word declare that the body will make increase by that which every joint supplies? That's how God's going to make increase. By that which every joint supplies. Are these things not your gifts and your ministries, says the Lord? I want to tie in this scripture with another that I have left with you, says the Lord, are not your gifts and your ministries the evidence of Christ at work within each member? Did I not declare that you are to war a good warfare according to the gifts?
Are not your gifts warring gifts? You know, some people think that the devil is giving us a hard time. We are moving into his territory. You will not accomplish anything with your natural, with your carnality. Your, your gifts are spiritual. Spirituals. is what Brother Wager writes about the gifts of the Spirit. They're spirituals. The very thing that God has placed within you is spiritual. And, and we need every member functioning. Uh, I, have a, I have a puzzle here. How do you like it? It's nice, isn't it? Is there 500 pieces or 1,000? 500. Okay. We've got confusion in the house. The Lord knows how many there are. And what God wants to do, uh, uh, he's... he's um, He's wanting to work on one picture. He's working on one picture. And um, we are all a member of the body of Christ. You are one of these pieces. In Ezekiel 37th chapter, we read that the... There was a valley of dry bones. And the the bones were laying around all over the place. They were helter-skelter. And they were very dry, which means that they've been laying there in the sun for a long, long time. And then God had a conversation with his prophet. Can these dry bones live? was a question to Ezekiel. God occasionally asks you complicated questions. Right? And he had the right answer. He says, you know. You know. He says, well, let's work together on this. Do you think that God is going to... to, uh, uh, bring this whole world into order without you and I? No. No. You're a part of this. You're a part of this. And so he said, prophesy. And as he prophesied, there was activity. How many spectators do you think there were in the valley of dry bones? You know, this is not about doing some heroistic type of a, a, I don't even know if that's a word. Uh, But, you know, God, when we talk about intercessors, God has you in your closet uh, dealing with God. God. 
And you're a specialist. You are a member in particular. You know, I, I, I mentioned this uh, uh, once before, I think in Laventil. You know, I would not buy this puzzle if I thought there was a piece missing. You are here by design, saints of God. You are a piece of the puzzle. You're a part of the work that God is doing. You're a part of the whole picture. And every one of these pieces of this puzzle has a place. You know, you can get frustrated. And you can think, you know, well, you know, I'll kind of snip at this edge because it, it almost fits. God says that he's going to build a house of the Lord without the sound of a hammer or a chisel. God is working in your life and mine today in such a way that all the shaping and forming is happening right now. So when God chisels away a little bit at your at your life rejoice. He's fitting you into this. Now the the uh, homework here is that this is going to go to I'm going to give somebody this. Um, there's many names already on this puzzle. And every one of you can put your name on a piece of this puzzle. And then the puzzle is going to get put together and you are a part. You're, you're, a, you're a part. I hope that's... Okay, if you... If you're so, uh, if you if you can't spell your name or write your name, then um, you can put an X, and the parent can sign. Amen. Praise the Lord. God is building a house that will stand. He says, "Your gift and your ministry the, is the the evidence of Christ at work." In each member, and did not I declare that you are to war good warfare? Are not your gifts warring gifts? Do they not operate to defeat and to bring life? This is the word of the Lord. You know, my hope is that we are not happy that there's prophecy, but that we actually hear what the Spirit is saying to the church in this hour. You know, God is talking to us for a reason. And, and we want to be current in the present truth. Therefore, war a good warfare according to the gifts, saith the Lord. All my singers stand forth and sing in the time of battle. Sing and sing and sing. Rejoice evermore. All my shores of mercy, come and help them. And stand in your place. It sounds a little... Unusual that you would send singers to war on the front lines, but it's scriptural. All my prayer warriors and all my intercessors come and hold up the hands as the battle proceeds. Stir up the gift of all of you, 
All those that have gifts of healing, all those that have gifts of faith, I will cause you to stand in your place, says the Lord your God. We're taking this very serious. Um, you know, uh, nowadays cars don't really have hood ornaments like they used to. But you know, like you sat in a car and and if you do, you you were, I don't know, is there Dodges in this in this island? Dodge cars? No. Yeah, Dodge cars. They'd have a ram, you know, with horns. You know, and it'd sit on the hood. And every time you're driving your car, you know you're driving a Dodge car because you got a ram on your at a hood ornament. Well, I can tell you that our gifts are not hood ornaments. They're not ornamental. They're 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 not something that we talk about or brag about or I've got this gift or I've got that. Uh, one thing we found is we prophesied or appeal that there was not m- many that had multiple gifts, but there was one gift. You know, when you go to a doctor and he's a he's a heart specialist. Don't you feel comfortable that that's all he does? He works with hearts. That's the guy I want in the operating room when I'm there. Not when I'm there. I hope the Lord is doing all the surgery I ever need. Amen? The heart of man is desperately wicked and who can know it? But the Lord is the surgeon. The Lord is working in our hearts and our lives. You know, you, uh, I, I, was, I was wondering about, about healing, you know. Like we often think in terms of healing that uh, people with the gifts of healing or the gifts of um, faith are the two uh, primary gifts. But when I see how Jesus healed, he would heal by a word of knowledge, by a word of wisdom. He would heal by discerning of spirits. And you know, there's many, many gifts that are activated in, in, in healing. Because God sees the heart. I don't understand what happened exactly uh, in that scripture, John 7, or um, uh, the one where, where it talks about um, the ten lepers. They were afar off. And they said, Lord, have mercy on us. And he says, go show yourself to the priest. Six words. And they turned and they went to see the priest. And while they were on the way, they were healed. One came back and gave thanks unto God. And he says, thy faith hath made thee whole. Thou art whole. What is the difference between healing and being whole? There was something different about his healing than there was about the other healing. And there's something that is is completed, and 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 you and many of you were prayed for, and um, 
And uh, God loves a thankful heart. God loves a thankful heart. I think we should we should look in terms of if you have a gift that there's there's a there's a vast parameter for you to work in. If the Lord has given you one gift, that is plenty. Because to whom much is given, much is required. Amen. When it says stir up your gift, it's not talking about doing it the way Moses did things. Moses, when he was in the uh, Pharaoh's home, he sensed the call of God. And he went out and he slew the, the Egyptian. Was he doing the right thing? I mean, his call was to deliver Israel. But he, but, but he, wasn't, he wasn't really connected. He wasn't really understanding how this was going to happen. And you know, when we're prophesied over, we don't really know how things are going to happen either. I tell you, um, I was very happy the day that I was prophesied over. Very happy. You know, I, I thought, wow, you know, this is just awesome, you know. And you know, uh, I, I realized that there's a long journey ahead of us. God is teaching us a tremendous amount of things. You know, and, and uh, it has been said that the Old Testament is a type and shadow so everything that happened in the Old Testament has application in the New Testament. And so the story of Moses intrigues me because I, have, uh, I can identify with doing things in the natural. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm working, uh, when it talks about stirring up your gift, well, you know, um, you can stir up your gift and, and, be, and, be, and be totally carnal. And, and Moses was endeavoring to, to accomplish what God, what he, what he felt on his heart, God had asked him to do. And, and all those works, God says he's going to try every man's work. Amen? You know, uh, wood, hay, and stubble. What happens? It all turns to ashes. It all gets lit. It all gets tested. And all our work is tested. I can identify with Moses on his 41th year. 41st. Till his 80th year. You know, God put him into a place where... You know, uh, uh, when, when, you, when you start off with the Lord, you know, I can do it, you know, and, and you're all excited. And then you get to a point where I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. 
I can't do anything. And um, that's when the Lord begins the real work. And uh, I'd like to read a scripture in um, in in uh, Galatians four. Galatians four, verse one. Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, differeth nothing from a servant. Though he be Lord of all. So what's an heir? An heir means that you have you're going to inherit something. But it says as long as he's a child, he differs nothing. From a servant. Is a servant going to inherit? No. The heir. The heir inherits. The servant doesn't inherit. But it says that the heir. Is exactly like the servant. As long as what? A child. Right. Okay. That's the that's the difference. That's the the differing situation. Now when we accept the Lord as our personal savior, we're babes. We're babies. We are children. And we would not be able to hair, uh, handle Many things that that come our way. You know, I think it's a father's will and desire to, um, if he has a business or he or he owns things, to have someday uh, to be able to train him to have a have a have a child that follows your instructions and he um, learns by seeing and doing and asks questions that's how he that's how he learns and he's and he's growing every single day sometimes we don't know when we grow i ask a uh, probably if you ask your kids what they learned in school yesterday, if it was a school, a school time, they would say nothing. And yet, from, from uh, the, the time they, they were in, in first grade to the getting to the second grade, they've learned enough to get to the next grade. And every day they learn nothing. Our walk... Is like that. You know, when you're a child, the goal is to not remain a child. The goal is to grow up. 
And God is asking us to grow up. It says he's under tutors, governors, until the time appointed of the Father. Even so we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his Son. Isn't that a wonderful statement? You know, Scripture says that blessed are your eyes for they see, and your ears for they hear. It says many prophets and righteous men would have liked to have seen what you see and hear. You know, Jesus didn't come in the days of Moses. He came in the fullness of time. The sons of God are going to come and be heirs in the fullness of time. That, when you talk about hastening the day of the Lord, um, let us be anxious to grow. Let us not be hearers only and not doers. That doesn't impress God. He wants us to take action. I don't know who the tutors are and governors, but I know that uh, walking through this world, I've sometimes uh, wanted to uh, be, I, I've, I've had many, many partnerships in my life. And um, one of the uh, brethren, Brother Livingston, I don't know if you remember Brother Livingston. Um, he said, um, the only partner you should have on earth is your wife. But sometimes I've made a mistake by getting into partnership with um, fellow brothers. Uh, That has not been a good idea in my life. Um, The world is shaping us. We're walking in this world and the world is shaping our lives. You know, you have to think about who your tutors are. You know, how is God shaping? He's not doing every he's not doing all the shaping in church, I can tell you that much. And you're walking out of the outside uh, a lot more than you're walking inside. And the worst thing is that if we don't realize all the negative situations in our life as friends. Now, I can't always say that. And I'm sure you can't always say that, especially if you're honest with yourself. Um, Sonship and getting to the place where we're going to receive the promise, growing up, it's a process. You know, don't, don't be disappointed 
you know, if if um, um, you don't necessarily see, you know, the Bible says this, and then this should be that. You know, it, it it's not one plus one equals two. God is working on the whole picture. He's got the whole picture in mind. He knows what's good for you. Did God want to deliver Israel? The day that Moses took things in his own hands? Absolutely. But not the way he wanted to do it. God is going to do it his way. When you think of Moses. Who was his tutors? He had the best education for the first 40 years. But then he had the next 40 where he learned a lot. So who taught him? He was walking through terra firma on this earth. Learning how to come to the point where God could use him to deliver the children of Israel. God has a plan. He's got a plan for deliverance. In Mount Zion, there will be deliverers. Praise the Lord. Let us go to the mountain of the Lord. That's not all glory, hallelujah. You know, uh, God spoke to us in prophecy. He is our friend. He wants to walk with you. Day by day. Day by day. He wants to walk with you. We were in bondage. We were children. We're in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the, you know, and we find ourselves in bondage. When the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son made of woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. Because your sons, God sent forth his spirit of his son into your heart, crying, Abba, Father. Wherefore thou art no more a servant but a son, if a son then an heir, heir of God through Christ. Praise the Lord. Romans eight, fifteen to seventeen, there we go. Ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. You have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. There, there you see that again. If children, then heirs. Uh, 
the spirit, uh, verse 16, the spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And I think we, we can sense that. Amen? Amen? You know, when we meet, when we meet each other, it talks about us not recognizing one after the flesh. You know, we can sense the spirit of Christ within each other. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. If children, then heirs, heirs of God, joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we might also be glorified together. That's quite a calling, isn't it? We're children of God. Heirs, heirs of God, joint heirs with Christ. Verse uh, Hebrews 9. This is where a testament is. Uh, Hebrews 9.16. Where a testament is, there must also of necessity be the death of the testator. For a testament is of force after men are dead. Otherwise it is of no strength at all while the testator liveth. Whereupon neither the first testament was dedicated without blood. So um, we see that um, and the heir and the the uh, the, the uh, Jesus died that we might be inheritors Amen. that we might have access to sonship. So um, we think about uh, uh, sonship. And we think about what does it mean to be a son? And when we read in eight, Romans 8, 14, it says, As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So that's really something that uh, we, need, we really need to um, uh, focus on is to be led by the Spirit. You know, it's easy to get up in the morning, have a plan. And um, this is what I'm going to do, that, 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 that. You know, and have it all figured out. And um, our schedule is so busy that we really don't have time to talk to God about things. And um, when he throws a little wedge in it, it's really an inconvenience. Right? How many have inconveniences in their lives? (laughs) I think we can all say amen to that. Unexpected things. Our God is all-knowing. He knows everything. He knows everything that's going to happen. No surprises. 
no surprises. You know, it, it would have been nice, you know, I, I, at one time I, I thought this way. When, when, when Adam and Eve were in the garden, you know, it seemed like a perfect place to be. Eve goes for a walk. Satan's there. Just by chance. And uh, strikes up a conversation. Sound familiar? To me it's familiar. Because he still uses exactly the same tactics. He, he doesn't change his, his ways. This is how he does it. He says, look at this. What's wrong with this fruit? And, and, uh, and, then, and then he doesn't start by saying something. He starts by asking something. And, his, and, and, his, and, and as human beings, we seem to like it when people are interested in... in, in uh, uh, I, need, I I got a question for you. I, I'd like to. I'd like you to. And, and right away, as you know, you feel well. You know, like I've I've got a, uh, I've got an answer that this guy's looking for. You know, that, that's that's that kind of appeals, or it can appeal. You know, so uh, that's what happened there. You know, um, it was it was a, a, an appealing. Um, you know, uh, did God really say? Well, now I can tell, I can tell uh, Satan, the serpent. No, no, that's not really how it is. You know, but he comes in many, many ways to us, and it's really, really important in the hour that we're living and 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 uh, in in moving forward. That we are more and more led by the Spirit of God. Ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Praise God. like to read a little bit in Samuel uh, before we do that I'm going to I'm going to Go into Hebrews again. Uh, we're we're talking about um, sonship. We're talking about heirs and not being children. Um. You know, it's not, probably not the most exciting 
um, topic of uh, how we get into sonship. Um, Hebrews 12, verse 6 says, For whom the Lord loveth, he chastens, and he scourges every son whom he receives. So that scourging, when Jesus was scourged, he was whipped and, um, and the flesh came off of his back. And the scripture says that, that no flesh will inherit the kingdom of God. You know, this sonship, you kind of wonder sometimes, you know, why the church, you know, why the masses don't flow onto this. You know, I, I know we could we could easily grow if we if we wanted to have lots of numbers, right? We could we could just uh, get a band going and and um, you know maybe serve refreshments and uh, you know many things. But you know we we've got the, this sonship calling is a, is a really really a a high calling. You know. God is really putting us in the test and he's proving us. It says, Whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth and scourges every son whom he receives. So, so what God is in the process of doing is, is taking our carnality out of us. He's getting rid of our carnality. If you endure chastening, so that is often a decision. You know, we can easily say, well, this is too hard. I don't, you know, I don't, I'm, this is not what I signed up for. This is exactly what you signed up for. When you're with us, when, when you're here, this is what you've signed up for. If you endure chastening, God deals with you as with sons. Do you think that's children? Or do you think that's more mature? I think it's more mature, isn't it? Don't forget that an heir, as long as he's a child, differs nothing from a servant. So if you endure chastening, God deals with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the father chasteneth not? But if you be without chastisement, whereof all are partakers, then are ye bastards and not sons. We have had... uh, Furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us, and we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection unto the Father of spirits and live? And that's true. You know, we've had had natural fathers. They've corrected us. And in most cases, um, the fathers have corrected us because they want us to get onto a better path. And, uh, you know, it's not always the case. But if we don't have a natural father, um, accepting the Lord as your personal Savior and coming to being joined to the body of Christ, there are spiritual fathers, just like there are mothers in Israel. Yesterday we had prayer. A mother in Israel prayed for, for the wayward Sons and daughters. 
That was wonderful. So we, so um, if you are fatherless or you have fathers that aren't aren't great in the in in your natural um, parenting, the church, the elders are fathers to the local assembly, and you don't have to be fatherless. And you can have fathers that have the best intentions for you. So it says, we've had fathers of our flesh which corrected us. We gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather in be in subjection unto the fathers of spirits and live? For verily they, uh, for a few days chasten us after their own pleasure. But he for our profit, that we might be partakers of his holiness. Scripture says, be ye holy as I am holy. So, when we accepted the Lord as our personal Savior, did this happen immediately? This is a process. This is a process we're on. No chastening for the present time seems to be joyous. Amen. If I look back at my life, my natural life, my spiritual life, I can see that the chastening of the Lord has been really, really tough. Many times. I can see that the Lord, He loves me so much that He doesn't let me get away with anything. He wants us holy and, and, and it just doesn't seem to be joyous, but grievous. So if you're going through some things now that are heavy duty, count it all joy. The Father loves you. If He didn't love you, He wouldn't do what He's doing. And He's looking for us to be moving from children to heirs. It yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. We read about uh, the, what the kingdom of God, well, maybe we didn't read it today. The kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy. So here we, here we have some of the fruit of the kingdom. Righteousness. It's part of the fruit. So sometimes you wonder, like, um, you know, is it worth it? All of this, all of this hardship, this scourging, getting rid of the flesh, getting rid of the carnal nature, is it worth it? You know, as a, as, as a, uh, you know, all my life been been an investor, and uh, uh, when you invest, uh, you look at the risk and you look at the returns. Mm-hmm. And um, 
Um, when I look at the risk of sonship, um, it's hard now, but it's easy compared to those that aren't going to do that. Hell is real. Heaven is real. Um, we we want to um, uh, allow God to to make all those adjustments, take all of our carnality away. Scriptures talks about us being perfect as He is perfect. Sounds like a high. It sounds like a pretty tall, tall order. But the, but His Spirit is in us. There's that warring going on within your heart and minds. There's that warfare going on. There's that Ishmael, and there's the the promised child. There's that warfare going within us. The carnality versus the new birth. So I, I think about the overcomers because when you I asked the question who has changed since last year and uh, many said they had so that means that you've overcome some things Revelations 2, 7. It says, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. When Adam and Eve left, when Adam and Eve sinned, there was two trees in that garden, particular. One was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which the serpent beguiled Eve and partook. And in Adam all die and in Christ shall all be made alive. They were taken out of the garden. There was, there was, there was, there was, uh, there was no access to the tree of life. It was not accessible to Adam and Eve. But he says to overcomers, to sons, he will give to eat of the tree of life. They did not eat of that. This is progress. This is moving forward. This is advancement. This is part of the kingdom. This is part of, of your inheritance. But what's the deal? How do I get to that tree of life? Did we not want the tree of life? Did we not want healing? Do we not want 
um, uh, uh, miracles in our lives and all those things uh, um, to be able to go into a hospital and, 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 and to, to set people free like Isaiah talks about you know setting all the captives free Is he going to give that into? A, is he going to give that work into a novice? Were you were you ready last year for that? Are you ready here this year? When are we gonna When are we gonna grow up to the point where he can have that investment at work in our lives? Where he can uh, the heir? What we're what we're what we are inheriting? is, is, is uh, the full price of what Jesus paid on the cross of Calvary. There is nothing that the blood of Jesus Christ has not paid for. In other words, the account is fully full of everything uh, that you can write the check and he has signed it with his blood. The checking account is full. But the responsibility of that will go to, to the heirs, to sons of God. It will not go to children. Your children differ nothing from a servant. This is sonship responsibilities. Is what it is. And he says he's going to allow you to eat of what they were not able to eat. He's going to eat of the tree of life. So that's one church. In uh, Revelations 2.11. says, He that overcometh. Uh, again, uh, 2.11. He that hath an ear. Let him hear what the Spirit is saying unto the churches. Do you know that what we're talking about, many Christians cannot hear. You know, this is a message that I love and, 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 I, and I would love to talk to Christians about it. But you know, they've got the helmet of salvation on and that's it. You know, God is giving us the full armor. He's, 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 we're pressing forward. We're advancing in the kingdom of God. We're, we're, we're overcoming. And he says, uh, To him that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. He that overcometh shall not be heard of the second death. Well, that sounds good to me. I want that. Verse 17. So I'm just giving you the good news. You know, he has, uh, on all these churches, he's got some things that he's not happy with. And when he says he's not happy with them, you know, we are all not happy with, with where we are today either. And we should be examining our hearts and lives on a daily basis. 
and recognizing the work of God even in all our inconveniences and realizing that God's at work. So to them that overcometh in verse 17, I'll give to eat of the hidden manna and we'll give them a white stone and in the stone a new name written which no man knoweth save saving he that received it. You give us hidden manna. He's the bread of heaven. Um, Your fathers ate the manna from heaven. They died. But he is the manna from heaven. If you eat of him, you'll never die. So in 26, he that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end, to him will I give power over the nations. That's quite a responsibility, isn't it? A lot of people are wondering, you know, about the coming of the Lord and, and uh, when all this is going to happen. And, uh, you know, I, I we live in a quite a religious town, Mennonites, and, um, you know, they're always talking about, oh, it could be today. The Lord's going to, the Lord could be coming today. Well, you know, He is coming today. He's coming in your heart. It says the kingdom of God Is, doesn't come with observation, it comes within you. That's where God's working, within you. And, um, and, and uh, what I know, what he's coming for is a church without wrinkle or spot or blemish, right? So um, are we ready for that? He's coming for a, spot, for a spotless church. So he's going to give those that overcome power over the nations. God wants you to rule. As he shall rule them with a rod of iron, he shall rule them with a rod of iron as the vessel of a, of a potter shall he, they be broken to shivers even as I received of my father. And I will give him the morning star you know who had the morning who was the morning star? Christ. Praise the Lord. Amen. I will give him the morning star. So in chapter 5, or chapter 3, verse 5, He that overcometh, the same will be clothed with white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life. But I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. 
verse 12, he says, Him that overcometh will I make a, a pillar in the temple of my God. He shall go no more out. I'll write upon him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from God, from my God. And I will write upon him my new name. Pillars, you know, you see those little indentation or those extrusions uh, along here. Without them, this building couldn't stand. But if you're going to be an overcomer, he's going to make you a structural member in the house of the Lord. That is not an ornamental piece. That is a structural member. So uh, in Revelations 3.21 To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne even as I also overcame and am set down with my father in his throne. You know when when, uh, you read in the Gospels um, bless the mothers this mother said she wanted her one son on the right hand and one on the left hand. Right beside the throne of God. Who's going to be there? Him that overcometh. Actually, it's not on the right hand and on the left hand. This is sitting with him in my throne wow what a place what a place that God has in mind for you and I so you look at the prize you look at the price and you have to decide whether you're willing to invest and we're a long ways down the road already saints of God we're a long ways down the road. I can feel it in my bones. Yes. You know, uh, we have been chastened and chastised. Uh, even if I look five or ten years back, you know, I can see that, 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 that there would have been a time when there would have been a lot of pride, a lot of self, you know, a lot of, oh, look at me, look at what, look. But, you know, God is just whipping all that out of us. He, you know, it's, it's just, you know, uh, we can thank God for the scourging that is happening right now. You know, and um, it, it's, a, it's a big price, but it's a, it's a tremendous price. Uh, you know, I would say it's well worth it. It's well worth it. So, sorry it's not more exciting than that, but this is, uh, this is what it is. Praise the Lord. If you would like more information about the moving of God's Spirit or resources for your spiritual life, please visit our website at www.globalmissionsinc.org.